Cougar attack follow-up. Lance Armstrong runs for charity. Caster goes to court. Soiled shoes. Citizens arrest. Chesserac citizenship. 1500 world record. For real. 5K road world records. Mile world record. Kinda. And collegiate rankings. Today is Wednesday, February 20, 2019, and this is the Running News Podcast, a weekly analysis of distance running news. I'm your host, Zachary Breitenstein. A couple weeks ago, I told you about Travis Kaufman, 31, who not only survived a mountain lion attack, but strangled the cat to death. He was running on some trails near Fort Collins, Colorado when it happened, and here's an excerpt from an interview he gave to the Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And as it got close, it just kind of lunged at me, so I threw my arms up and it latched onto my wrist, so I was just kind of protecting my face. Then it just started clawing along my like face and then my legs, and I was just kind of screaming the whole time. Um, doing my barbarian yell as best I could. <laughs> and I tried to throw it off of me. Um, and as I tried to throw it off me, like we both left the trail because it just re-gripped onto my wrist and kind of tumbled off the slope to the south side of the trail. And uh, from there, it was like just a wrestling match. Uh, it was thrashing and then it still had my wrist locked in its jaws. and. I was able to kind of get my left knee um, to pin down its back legs, but then I was grabbing at some sticks that were close by and I was trying to um, stab it in the throat with some sticks. Um, Unfortunately, the sticks were kind of rotten, so they kept on breaking. (laughs) And then I was able to uh, pick up a big rock um, with my left hand and I was trying to hit it on the head with a big rock, but it was kind of a tough angle because my wrist is still in its mouth and I'm not really getting a full swing, but I was able to kind of hit it in the back of the head a few times and I just knew that it wasn't going to be super effective. So then I used um, just a little body weight transition and got my right leg um, close to my wrist and was able to finally get it onto the cat's neck. And then I stepped onto its neck and then eventually was able to suffocate it. Check out Facebook and Twitter for a link to the entire interview that includes video of Kaufman revisiting the scene of the attack. Lance Armstrong, 47, ran the Austin, Texas Marathon last weekend as the official charity chaser, which means he was the last person to cross the starting line 22 minutes after the gun went off. His chip time was 3.02.13, pace, and with that, he finished in 58th place. He passed 2,594 people and raised $5,326 for charity. I checked out Armstrong's race photos, and unfortunately, I've got some bad news. He cheated! I say that with tongue-in-cheek, but technically, he cheated in two ways. First, he appears to be paced by a guy on a bike. That's a no-no. Second, the same guy can be seen giving him a bottle to drink. You can have your own bottle, as many professionals do, but you have to pick it up on your own from a designated aid station. Seriously, though, if you're not competing for a prize, I could care less. But if you're competing against me and I see you break the rules, especially if you're going to beat me, I will turn you in. 
This week, the Court of Arbitration for Sport in Lusanne, Switzerland, began hearing South African Castor Semenya's case against track's world governing body, the IAAF. The IAAF created new rules that limit the amount of testosterone a woman can have and compete in middle distance events. Semenya, who has dominated the 800, without mercy, has naturally high testosterone because she is believed to be androgynous. Under the new rules, women with naturally high testosterone will have to take hormone suppression medication for six months prior to competition and maintain lower levels throughout. The only other alternative would be to compete in the men's division. The verdict is expected by the end of March. Gucci has a new pair of sneakers that aren't meant for running necessarily, but they look like something you ran a cross-country race in because you forgot your running shoes. They come pre-soiled. That's right, they come dirty right out of the box. The website describes them as, quote, treated for a vintage and distressed effect, unquote. How much would you expect to pay for the privilege? $870. Yup, $870 for a brand new pair of dirty shoes. Genius! The Annenberg Running Group is based in West Philadelphia. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. And on February 7, they were about to start a lunchtime run when a thief and his victim ran past. So the group's leader, Kyle Cassidy, 52, and three other members of the group did what they were born to do and ran after the suspect. The ne'er-do-well ran into an active construction site where the runners lost track of him, but a worker called 911. When the runners went to a nearby house to see if the thief was in the yard, he ran out and was captured by police. Cassidy tore a leg muscle during the ordeal and had to be treated at an area hospital. He had this to say afterwards, quote, Running is typically a useless sport where you turn fat cells into heat, but occasionally it can be useful, and here was one of those opportunities. Well said. The New York Times recently profiled Edward Kingchez Cesarek. I've talked about him a lot. He was born in Kenya and has a legendary story of running 60 miles over muddy roads to take final exams that would help him get to America. Compare that to most American high school students who would sooner run 60 miles to avoid taking a test. He graduated from high school in New Jersey and won 17 NCAA titles at Oregon. Since high school, he's wanted to become an American citizen, but he's been having trouble getting a green card. You have to have a green card for five years before you can apply for citizenship. Most professional athletes get a five-year P-1 visa, but Cheserek was only allowed a one-year visa because he hadn't proven himself. Whatever that means for a guy who's won 17 NCAA titles. His next filing deadline is April 15, and it may take several months after that to decide his case. He's hoping to follow in the steps of Bernard Lagat, who represented Kenya for years until he became a U.S. citizen. Other Kenyans, such as Olympic silver medalist Paul Chalimo, have sped up the process by joining the U.S. Army after college. Last week, I reported that Yomif Kajelka of Ethiopia missed tying the indoor mile world record by just one hundredth of a second. This week, he went for the indoor 1,500-meter world record in Birmingham, England, and the record went down. Here's the call. 
just now. It was helping Liz point, but now it's going to slow it down because each of them wants to win the race. Needs around 27 and a half, 28 seconds for the last 200. Who's got it in their legs? The world record time, 331.18 to Tavera, attacking round the outside. He loves the track here in Birmingham. He won a gold at the World Indoor Championships last year. Tavera is coming away. Watch the clock. 331.1 is the world record. I think he's going to do it. He has! By a few hundredths of a second. He looks as though he couldn't care less. Tafera is thinking, what's all the fuss about? I've just won, I've beaten Kajelcha. Come on, give us a smile. That's right, the world record was broken, but it was by a fellow Ethiopian, Samuel Tafera. Tafera is only 19, but he didn't exactly come out of nowhere. Last year, he was the world indoor 1,500-meter champion. He broke Hisham El Garou's 22-year-old world record by 14 hundredths of a second. Kajelka was a half second back from Tafera and four tenths of a second behind the old record. In third place was Stuart McSwain of Australia. There were no Americans in the race. At the same meet, in the women's 1500 meter, Laura Muir of Great Britain won in 418.75. That's a new national record by five-plus seconds, and it puts her number three on the world all-time list. Winnie Nanayondo of Uganda was the runner-up about a second back. Again, no Americans were in the race. Last week in Monaco, Safan Hassan, 26, of the Netherlands, broke the women's 5K world record on the roads in 1444, 445 pace. On the roads, the IAAF recognizes two world records for the women in the 5K, 10K, half, and full marathons. One is for women's only, and the other is for a mixed race. The reason is that there's an advantage to running with men who can pace you the entire distance. Hassan broke both world records as the women started five minutes before the men and ran alone. Her previous 5K best came last September during a half marathon. She thought that the record wasn't going to happen, but had this to say afterwards, quote, I really gave up and was just running, but I pushed hard at the end. I really sprinted the last 200 meters, and I'm so happy it's my first world record, unquote. Meanwhile, in the men's race, Julian Wanders, 22, of Switzerland, broke the men's 5K world record on the roads by one second, finishing in 1329. I talked about Wanders last week because he broke the European record in the half marathon and became the fastest non-African at the distance of all time. Backstory. You might have thought to yourself, self, I'm amazed that both records were broken in the same race and... While those are fast times, they're not super fast. Well, the fastest 5K ever on the roads was 13 flat by Kenyan Sammy Kipketer in Carlsbad, California in the year 2000. But the IAAF, for some reason, didn't officially recognize the 5K road record until just last year. They did, however, recognize an official 10K record. The fastest women's 5K ever was by Jocelyn Jepkowski of Kenya, who ran 1432 in the first 5K of a 10K in 2017. That 10K, of course, became the world record in the 10K on the roads. 
Wowza. Backstory, backstory. Julian Wanders moved to Kenya when he was 18 and has trained there for the last four years. He's from Geneva, Switzerland, and started running when he was six. His parents are professional musicians, which he credits with their willingness to let him skip college and move to Kenya. He's part of the Nike-sponsored NN running team that includes Eliud Kipchoge and Kinanissa Bikele, although he does not train with them. During the summer, he returns home to train in the Swiss Alps. Comparing Switzerland to Kenya, he had this to say, quote, Here, I'm not stressed at all. When I'm finished training, I relax, eat, and sleep. It's a life I really enjoy, and now I have a girlfriend in Kenya, so everything is good. I'm really happy, unquote. Check me out on Facebook or Twitter for links to some interesting videos of his life in Kenya. Anthony Famigliotti, 40, represented the U.S. in the steeplechase in the 04 and 08 Olympics. He owns a running store in North Carolina, and his current goal is to break four for the mile as a master's runner. A couple of weeks ago, he posted a video of himself running a 359 mile on an asphalt path through some woods. The catch? He was being pulled by a dog. The dog is a border collie whippet mix named Bailey. It's not even Famigliotti's dog. That was their first run together. Bailey's owners wanted to see how fast he could run, so they set up the time trial. In the video, it appears that Famigliotti is pretty much being pulled by the dog. For accuracy, he claims to have measured the route with a wheel. The previous fastest known time, FKT, for a mile with a dog was 4.13. Backstory. Only three other Masters runners have ever broken four in the mile. American Bernard Lagat, Irishman Iman Coughlin, and Brit Anthony Whiteman. Here are your weekly NCAA Division I indoor track rankings. For the women, number one, Arkansas, number two, Southern California, number three, up one spot, Oregon, number four, LSU, down one spot, and number five, New Mexico, up two spots. For the men, the top five remain unchanged. Number one, Texas Tech. Number two, Texas A&M. Number three, Florida. Number four, Houston. Number five, LSU. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, review, and share this podcast. Please give me five stars wherever you listen to this. This has been the Running News Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at The Running News and at Facebook.com slash The Running News. <laughs>